We had um, two good days of practice uh, in this preparation for the Rams. Um, uh, I know they're they're a pretty good football team, uh, well coached. Um, going against uh, McVay several times in the past, uh, those guys are always always ready uh, to play. So um, last week was last week. I know some of you guys going to have questions about that. Uh, to be qu quite honest, I've moved on. Uh, because nothing last week is going to be able to help us this week. So uh, we're focusing right now on the Rams, and with that, I'll take your questions. They target their slot receivers quite a bit. Um, you guys had two different nickel configurations uh, in Pittsburgh. Did you learn anything from that? I mean, um, did that kind of inform your decision on that position moving forward? No, it's not quite a decision. Uh, when Again, with me, the season is so long, so uh, – I don't want to wait until something happens to try to get someone ready, you know. So it's always that constant trying to evolve and try to get guys prepared, whether I can steal a, a series here or there. And I thought we did a great job for us getting Oliver in uh, as well as AT and pushing Demo to uh, the nickel position. Steve, Steve Stafford went extreme uh, – or McVay went extreme ball control last week, and uh, Stafford was really good on third down. They have two different receivers. They got Nakua – who's great hands, and they've got Atwell, who's a real burner. How do you, you have to defend them quite differently? Maybe you could talk about what you're seeing on film from those two receivers. Well, I think it all starts with uh, Stafford. You know, um, of course, uh, Cup is out. But as you mentioned, they have uh, capable receivers that can get the job done. And um, they did a great job last week, as you mentioned, controlling, running the football more than they have shown in the past. Um, I think he did an excellent job for us putting the ball where it needed to be. Um, great seven ball route on the sideline. You know, he came down with that. Uh, so it's not so much about really trying to defend certain guys. It's more about the quarterback and what we can do with him. What do you need to see out of Ambry Thomas to for him to stay in that role that he began last game in? Well, it's, it's with all the guys. It's about consistency. You know, um, again, we stacked a good one the first game, but how can we continue to do the same thing each and every week? So that's what we're looking from all the guys, just consistent play. How did, how did he play? In that? I thought he played well. I thought he did some good things. You know, um, I'm not all about the production and, and guys look for, you know, the stats and whatnot. I look for uh, guys executing and doing their job, you know, uh, working their technique based off the call and the situation, and I thought within the defense he did that. Noah Hufunga uh, with the lateral on the interception, is that something that you encourage? Is, is it something that they practice, or is it just something that happens? It's something that we talk about all the time, which is scoring on defense. And, um, yes, we want them to be smart with the ball. We know the ball is everything. Uh, I felt like in that situation he probably could have outran the offensive lineman, so – uh, judgment on him trying to pitch the ball. Uh, just make sure that you know uh, the guy's behind him and not in front of him. Check in from upstairs on how Bosa was doing throughout the game and kind of what's the plan with him going into this week. Well, well, we constantly talk uh, during each series. You know, all the coaches, myself and Kasarik, uh, as well as uh, Holland and then uh, Daniel Bullock. So uh, yes, we did, and uh, he was fine. Uh, I think it was what 32 plays he may have had. Uh, so he was great in regards to that and no setbacks this week. What's the hallmark of the Sean McVay offense? What makes it 
unique or its own thing? Uh, I, I think um, it's, it's a lot of uh, window dressing. Uh, with all the motions and shifts and putting receiver in the backfield, tight end at one, running back at one. So it tests your uh, your variables, as I call it, and make sure that you're on point. Your communication has to be great uh, because one guy has his eyes in the wrong spot. You know, that's a big play. They were so, Rams were so uh, good in that game in second and long, third and long, which is a place where an offense doesn't normally want to be, but they thrived in it anyway. What was, how were they able to do that? Well, I, I think, once again, just the guy that's at the uh, quarterback position, Stafford does a tremendous job of getting the ball where it needs to go. Uh, the pocket was great. You know, he had time to be able to sit back and go through his progression. Uh, and then again, I thought the receivers stepped up. You know, the best one, one of the best in the league is down right now, and you really couldn't tell based off their performance last week. Assessment of Drake Jackson. Is he the next Lawrence Taylor? Oh. Yeah, we're a long way away from that, buddy. Long way. Oh, no. What was your assessment? I mean, three sacks. You had a big game. Well, I was I was very impressed, but and you guys know from day one back in the spring, I've been talking about him and his commitment uh, to the offseason in the weight room. He's gotten bigger. He's gotten stronger. He stayed around here the whole time. So uh, that first game was just really uh, the fruits of his labor. All of his sacks were kind of second effort or, you know, have the quarterback move from the pocket and he's there or he trips him at the right time. Is there a technique to kind of that second effort sack? No, I think the key word that you just said is effort. You know, that's what you can't control. Uh, that's the staple of what we do across the board. We don't teach that because uh, does a great job and always straining those guys each and every day in practice. Uh, something that needs to be noted, though, is that uh, our inside guys uh, were like you call whether it was Stockton or, or Magic. I was joking with Eric because he's 6'8". They, they did a lot of assists uh, this past week uh, for us just really giving those guys the pocket inside. It was collapsed right here. I mean, we were, we were really killing them inside right there with the rush. And those guys on the outside are going to benefit from that. Do you have a stat for that? Do you? No, it's, it's just what we call factor grade, you know, that Eric didn't show up in the stat sheet but you can watch that game and see that he was a factor time and time again where someone else made the play. It seemed like the, the, those guys were getting doubled a lot and, and Bosa too, which created more opportunities for Drake to one-on-one. -on -one. How much can that help that Drake is and guys are taking advantage of those one-on-ones where maybe it opens things up for, for those other guys? Well, I, I think it's going to just like, you know, we do, I do defensively. I think each week is based off what you're trying to take away and who that opponent is. Um, I mean, Take your choice with us. I mean, you go with Bosa, and you're talking about Eric, you're talking about Drake, Hargrave inside. If you try to do the inside guy, I mean, so it's across the board. And we always say, if you're one-on-one, -on -one, you better win. The communication with Fred through the radio, I know this was the first real game uh, that you had a chance to kind of go with that play calling back and forth. Uh, it's been great. It's been great. Fred, again, is just a great leader out there, takes control. Uh, he's so smart. And uh Gets the guys in the right checks, right positions, things that we want. In terms of the motion that you're talking about with the Rams, it seems like they use that, and a lot of teams are using that to get receivers in motion and build up some momentum, you know, before the snap. What sort of challenges does that present for DBs, especially? Well, I don't think it's so much of a challenge. I think it's maybe more of a benefit from them uh, to the point to where you're exactly right. They're trying to avoid contact, you know. 
Uh, so they put guys in position so they can get free releases. But from the standpoint of us, you know, we can change things around based off our coverage and even our alignment. So I don't think it's a big advantage. What do you think of the Notre Dame running back that the Rams have? He, he had a couple of good runs, not a great yards per carry, but he falls forward a lot. Well, I, I think he runs, in my opinion, he's more of a power runner than Akers, you know. Um, uh, I think they both complement one another. Uh, we've been talking all week about really wrapping up because those guys, you know, do a great job yardage out to the uh, contact for making guys miss. So uh, just as last week, we got to do a great job getting guys rallying to the football. Does it help facing kind of a Calvin Austin and a joystick speed receiver the, the previous week? I'm sorry, you guys are talking at the same. Sorry, just just with, uh, with Tutu Atwell, does it help facing a Calvin Austin the week before another kind of smaller joystick speedy kind of receiver like that? Uh, yes, I mean, it helps you and whatnot, but, you know, I feel like we get certain different looks in practice, and we try to match that up based off jersey number, who we want to wear this uh, for us, you know, the makeup and the composition of that particular player. Fred's hit on Najee Harris on the fourth snap, defensive snap. I mean, it literally looks like he knows the play. We're talking about his smarts. Does he know the play? Um, at times, he does a great job with his film study. He can anticipate and know exactly what's coming. So um, I definitely, you know, give him all the credit. He's, he's definitely a smart guy. And as I said before, he communicates, calls things out pre-snap, which really affects and helps everybody around him. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you.